Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 82 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day and welcome to this week's episode. I have a treat for you today. If this is the first time you're joining us here on the People Powered Business Podcast, welcome. It's great to have you here and I'm so glad that you found us and I really hope you enjoy today's episode as well. And for our returning listeners, so great to have you back again here at the podcast. Now, on today's episode, we are joined by Lauren Bartley, who is CEO of a company known as Impactivate. And Lauren is going to share with us the one thing that has helped her set her team up for success in the last 12 months or so. I'm about to introduce you to Lauren, and she shares in our interview today how her she's on this journey. Lauren's been in business, as she shares with us, for many, many years, more than 10 years, and the journey to finally getting around to doing performance reviews or performance appraisals in her business, which she has just started, and how after 12 years of finally getting there and getting on top of this has actually been a massive light bulb moment for her. It's allowed her to stop avoiding, to remove the fear, and to take control, and most importantly, she credits this one thing as setting her team up for success, which is amazing. I'm going to dive straight in because this is a great discussion and conversation and I'm going to welcome Lauren to the podcast. Lauren, hello and welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks, Christy Lee. I'm so excited to have you here. Now, you've got a couple of exciting businesses. Impactivate is your core business and you have a fabulous program that you offer within that known as the Click Engage Convert Academy, which I absolutely love. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you and your business and what you do in that business? So Impactivate is a digital marketing agency and we specialize in Facebook ads. But one of the things that we've really realized over the years of running Facebook ads is that They don't work for most businesses unless you have all the other things going for you in the background that's going to make those ads work for you. So that's things like great offers, great landing pages, follow up with email marketing, and a community of people who are ready to jump to not so much your defense, but more just be advocates for your business on your behalf so that when you're posting and trying to promote things using Facebook ads, you get lots of social proof from those people that already think that you're awesome that helps amplify the results that you're going to get. So we, um, one, teach that through the Click Engage Convert Academy that you're a member of. We also do um, mentoring for businesses who want some more uh, one-on-one uh, support and coaching as well. And we do done-for-you services where we help people with all of those things, whether it be Facebook ads, Google ads, email marketing, setting up webinars, landing pages, helping them with their memberships, all those types of things that's really going to help scale their business using digital marketing and the tools that are required in order to market your business online. It is such a massive area that you look after. And I think until you start looking at that world, and certainly for me, when I joined your community in the Click Engage Convert Academy, I don't think I had any clue how much was actually involved 
behind the scenes and with, as you said, everything that goes around, whether it be Facebook ads or any part of your digital marketing, it's just a massive world. And I, what I love is that you guys really take the complicated out of it and make it achievable and doable for everyone in your community. And you're so generous. Your team is so generous with sharing their knowledge. You, you've got a, a really good team and I, I love watching that. And your team's growing too at the moment, which is exciting. It is. It's growing really rapidly at the moment because we're fortunate that we've got a program at the moment through that's funded through the Victorian government and run by the Victorian Chamber of Commerce where we can provide eight hours of free digital marketing mentoring to any small businesses within Victoria that have been impacted by COVID. And as part of that, we I'm just bringing on new team to be able to support that. And it's, um yeah, it's a really interesting time to be, I've, I suppose, you know, pre-COVID, I've kind of hovered over the years between probably for about the last, I'd say six or so years um, when I, cause I had one or two people to start with, but over the last six or so years, I've kind of gone backwards and forwards between about five and 10 employees mm. and go back about you just pre-COVID, I was back at around probably the equivalent of maybe even four full-time people at that stage, but mainly part-time. Mm. And now I'm in a case where it looks like I'll be close to 10 shortly. Mm. <laughs> well, probably 10, I'd say by the end of the month. That, and that's super exciting. And I find that that growth and that, I think, I think 11 is a tipping point I often talk about where it suddenly gets to the point where you've got to change the structure and you need a buffer person because you can't, manage all those people on your own so yeah. you're in a really exciting growth phase and you know it's really common for to sort of ping pong between that five to ten mark I, I did it myself with my consultancy business it was you know five was never enough or four was never enough but as you grow it almost gets harder so it's really quite common to jump up and down in that space um, just depending on where your business is and of course for you pre-covid you were probably doing you know done for you work predominantly I'm assuming it was certainly before click engage convert was born um, as an academy so um, the, perhaps the type of staff that you need now has also somewhat changed from pre-COVID. Would that be right as well? Yeah, definitely. So we were doing a lot of done for you things and we were doing like courses and short, you know, programs like that. Not so much an ongoing um, membership as the Academy. Mm. And we also had the Click Engage Convert conference, of course, which we couldn't run, mm. which is what we pivoted to become our Academy, which has been such a great thing. Instead of helping people two days of a year, we can help people 365 days of a year. So I much actually prefer the Academy um, in terms of its ability to impact than the conference. However, I love the conference because you get to touch and feel people <laughs> in a non-creepy way, of course. <laughs> so, yes, and so now we'd always done coaching, but now we're doing a whole lot more of this mentoring now as part, which is pretty much the same thing um, in terms of how we approach it. But now we're doing it under this um, Chamber of Commerce um program with far more opportunities, obviously, because it's very attractive when you get eight hours of digital marketing support for free. Okay, <laughs> so absolutely. it's a good take up. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I guess we should say, if we've got listeners currently in Victoria who are thinking, uh, that sounds amazing. How do I get my hands on that? Where do they go to get information about this mentor mentoring package that they can get? So there's two places. You could go to the Victorian Chamber of Commerce directly, or you could come to our website and under our training um, section, the mentor in the 
in the menu is a, a place where it says VCCI mentoring. And in there, if they um, apply that way, it tells them how they can work with us specifically. If they go off to the Chamber of Commerce, then they'll be given, well, either way, you get a whole list of people you can work with. But um, you can always, if we're not on that list, you can always say, hey, I've heard Impactivate's pretty good. I want to get put with them and they'll put you with us, which is kind of cool also. Such a good scheme and other states and territories, if you'd like to come on board, we'd all appreciate it because it's, it is amazing to get that kind of support. That is money that a lot of small businesses just wouldn't have been able to spend on something quite as specific necessarily as digital marketing, although it is so critical for all small businesses. So I think that's an amazing um, program. And if you're listening, uh, just check out today's show notes and I'll make sure there's a link to Lauren's website there. So you can go ahead and check that out um, if you're interested as well. So um, yeah, such a great program. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is the last 12 months for you has been growth and has been lots of, as you said, pivoting and changing. And I know you've welcomed new team members um, who have been great for your business. Is there, I guess, one thing that you've learned or that you've experienced or uncovered in the last 12 months when it comes to your team that has been a real game changer for you as a leader and manager of people? Yes. Well, I have to say that around the same time that I launched the Click Engage Convert Academy, you launched your membership, <laughs> which I also joined. So I love the fact that you joined mine and I joined yours. Yeah, it was and we're both learning for each other, which is fantastic. And um, the main reason I actually joined that program was because, you know, as a small business, I don't have an HR department. And really, I don't even know what an HR department does, to be honest. <laughs> well, I did, at least I didn't prior to joining your program. But the one thing that was my pain point really was around performance appraisals. I seriously put my head in the sand mm. and just didn't want to do them. So my first employee I took on in 2012, I started my business in 2011, and she stayed with me right through until actually just before the um, just before the pandemic. So she finished up with me in um, 2019 Mm. and uh, at the end of 2019. And I think I gave her a performance appraisal maybe two or three times maximum. (laughs) And I probably hadn't done one in the last five years that she was working with me Uh, because I was just, I suppose, like, one first and foremost, it was like she's going to ask for more money, and I haven't got any more money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the common um, problem, absolutely. Yeah, and then secondly, I was kind of like, well, we speak most days, and I tell her when I don't like something that's, you know, not done the way that it should be done. And I kind of felt that, you know, we had really good communication. So why put this big formal process in front of that? Why can't we just be, you know, just just work every day and just be happy that we're bringing things up as we do. And it kind of wasn't happening though. You, you kind of like to think that, yeah, I'm on top of this, but then every now and then, you know, and I'm not just that one employee because obviously I had additional employees around that, but I would have my staff coming to me saying, Hey, Lauren, it's been like a year, two years, three years, whatever. And we oh. haven't done a performance appraisal. Can we do that? And I don't really, I always felt bad because they shouldn't have to do that. No. Like I should be front footing that. I should be making that happen. But I wasn't because one, I kind of didn't want to pay them anymore because at the time, quite often, you know, what it's like with small business, you don't actually have extra money to give people more money, even mm-hmm. if they are doing an awesome job and you'd love to. Mm. But also it's that potential 
conflict in, you know, if, and what if they don't like me? What if I have to say something that might upset them? Like all those things were just barriers for me to go, oh, it's easy just to pretend that this thing doesn't exist. <laughs> Despite your staff knocking on your door and asking for it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so, so I suppose that was one thing that, um, you know, in your program, I went searching for straight away. I was like, oh, please, please, please help me with this. And I know you have you, um, some, you had templates for this and also mm-hmm. training around this to help me kind of feel more confident to do that. And I think it was the templates in particular that for me just went, this is great. Cause I'm, I'm one of those people that doesn't like to start with a blank sheet of paper. Cause I'm like, yeah. where do you start? Yeah. So then when I got your template and then listen to your, well, watch your training and then went, okay, this doesn't look scary anymore. This is something (laughs) that I could potentially do. And I can now also, whilst it was a template, it was a template that I could make my own. So I was able to go through and say, yeah, that bit doesn't really, that's not really relevant for me. And this bit, you know, I'd probably adapt this for this and I want to add this in as well. And so then I had something, but if I didn't have the, the starting point, I would still have nothing if that makes still sense have nothing in place and so yes. have you done any reviews since yes yay <laughs> because and it's I all must... good and well to say we're going to do the reviews but we've actually got to do them how did they go yeah so I must admit I've been much better with my new people so when I bring my new people in I used to say to them that we would have a um you know if it was a three or six months um probationary period I what I used to do is we'd get to that time and I just wouldn't meet with them and have the the, the <laughs> post probationary period kind of meeting it would just be like yeah, yeah, yeah you're a staff member now cool yeah. <laughs> let's get back to work so now I've, I'm actually diarizing those dates and saying yeah. okay so this is when it is and I'm giving them when they start KPIs of what they have to achieve by that date knowing that they're going to do the performance appraisal whereas previously I wouldn't have done that yeah so it's it's setting it's setting the employee up for success now because I've got the this in place mm-hmm. and then they know particularly if you bring someone on and they want more than you can afford mm-hmm. and I have had this conversation with people before where I've said look how about I offer you this and let's review it in three or six months time. And if you're achieving this, this, and this, then yeah, you're going to get that, but I can't Mm -hmm. give it to you out of, out of the gate. And so that actually has helped with the process of being able to say, here's the end date. Can you get there? And if they get there, woohoo, here's what you wanted. And if they don't get there, we can have an adult conversation around the fact that, you're not there. We don't have enough profit in the business to be able to support what you initially wanted. And, and I have had to have that conversation as well. And it's not a scary conversation. And because we both knew the rules coming into it, it's, it's, it, you end up, even though you didn't give them what they potentially wanted, mm-hmm. you both walk away happy because, Hey, they love, they love working in the role anyway. Yep. <laughs> and you've loved them being part of the team and they're getting paid at a rate that is actually, you know, equivalent to to the results that they're able to achieve. I love so much about this. I'm going to unpack some of this. The clarity that those KPIs have bought sounds like it's been to me an absolute game changer in giving you 
the not only the confidence to have the discussions, but the clarity about what it is that you're actually trying to measure. Because when staff want more money, often we're just basing it off maybe a guesstimate or a salary survey, mm. but we're so often not basing it around what we should, which is what value does this individual bring to the business? And those KPIs, they just give you both a playbook, don't they? Totally. And I've really been guilty in the past of bringing people on and paying them what I'm getting in. Mm. And so there's been no no profit back to the business. And so I'm earning more and more money, bringing on more and more team and then going, but why am I getting no more money as a result of all this extra effort that I'm putting in? It doesn't make sense. And it's because I wasn't setting my staff with KPIs around what the expectation is for them in terms of the amount of work they do on particular clients, or maybe it's the amount of mentoring sessions they're doing, or, you know, how many people they're bringing into the academy and, and having those kind of objective or KPIs for them to achieve Mm. so that at the end of the day, I haven't just basically bought them a job. What I've done is they've been part of my team and they've earned their own wage plus contributed back to the future growth of the business. That is so important. And when we were talking earlier about this, you know, ping-ponging between a handful of staff and then gradually getting up to 10, but then coming back, shrinking back rather than expanding from there, I guarantee you these KPIs and your measurement of those is going to make all the difference to you then taking that next step. Because back, you know, when you weren't measuring those things, and again, I know from experience, you you're hiring people and you're paying them before anyone else. But like you said, there's no profit. Where's the money gone? Because it's all going in salaries without measuring the income that's being generated um, from those employees or the efficiencies that are being created or whatever it is that the KPI is. So having that in place is really going to help, I think, with your growth trajectory. Yeah, definitely. Well. And it, it and also then because you're doing a regular schedule of performance appraisals, when you get to that three or six month, whatever your cadence is on that, Mm -hmm. then you basically say, okay, so what's the goals moving forward? And then you reset the clock and you start again to move forward because things change. Mm -hmm. So even, you know, some of my most recent hires that have come in that have just finished, you know, three months working with me where we've done the initial um, assessment period, it's like some of the things I set them to do just the things changed in that shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. So because we actually had this check-in at this time, rather than me putting my head in the sand and just forgetting about it, mm. <laughs> we could reset what the goals were from that point forward and say, okay, well, maybe it's not, you know, maybe there's other things that need to be included in here. Like how many blogs are you writing for us per month? Um, how many, um, you know, are our emails that are meant to go out Thursday morning at 10, 15, going out, you know, every week on time as they're meant to, because that's part of your role. So it's not just those KPIs around, are you actually paying for your wage? It's mm. all the other things like, are you running some of the training sessions within the academy, which means that's giving me time back that yes. I can be doing other things. So I'm loving, I'm loving that aspect of it. So good. So good. And are you going to run with quarterly as your cadence for your reviews or are you going to, after the probationary period, switch out to six monthly or annually, do you think? I haven't decided, to be honest, mm. but um, at the moment, because the, my new staff that I've come on, they've come on, I've actually put them on um, a six month probation period. Yep. So Perfect. I've said, you know, we'll 
three months was the initial assessment, particularly mm-hmm. around those people that, that you know, w- wanted some more. That was kind of like I thought six months was too long to have them hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, and then I've gone to, you know, um, another three months, which will bring us to the six-month mark. But I'm going to put my hand up and say I'm still pretty crap with my staff that have been, <laughs> been around for a little while. I haven't gone back to kind of revisit for them and so that's it's been really easy when someone new comes on because you set it up at the beginning Mm -hmm. but going back to the others I've still got a little bit of work to do there yeah but that's okay it's you're stepping in the right direction and I think I think the cadence you've got going the quarterly is really good for a business that is changing yeah. quite rapidly where the KPI is going to change, you know, potentially every quarter. Um, where in a business where there's much more sort of things don't change day to day or week to week, then you definitely want to spread it out and be more six monthly or annually. But when you've got a business that is rapidly changing, I, I really love the quarterly um, setup because it's quick, doesn't take a huge amount of time and you're right on top of it. What are we doing? What have we done? What are we doing next? So I think I think you're on to what, exactly what you need to do there. And can and- I just, um, that, that point of quick, mm. like the performance appraisals that I've been doing, they're only taking an hour. Which really is not a lot. And most of my team, particularly because we're remote, I'm meeting with my team one-on-one weekly anyway. Mm. So all I'm doing is saying, okay, next week is in our weekly meeting, we're going to do your performance appraisal. And so it's not like it's anything extra that we have to do. It's just we're fitting it within that time slot. And because I'm using a template where I get them to fill stuff in in advance and I fill stuff in in advance, you come in and it's just really easy. We just go through the template and it takes all of the emotion out of everything and it just gives you structure for that meeting so that you don't go in. And I think this is what I did with my performance appraisals in the past is I just kind of sit down and go, oh, yeah, so how do you think it went for you in the last, <laughs> like, two years? Because that's years. how long since we last did this. <laughs> you and know. no one can remember what they did in the last two years when you're unprepared either, where when you've got a template and you're asking them to reflect on to what they've achieved or what they want to achieve, they're actually also at their end, the employees end, putting some thought into it. And they're, you know, if that's the way you're doing it, then they're going to be more engaged in that process and um, more, I guess, psychologically invested in what they're thinking about as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. And touched on two other things that I just want to mention as well, that two of the reasons you were avoiding this were you had great communication with your staff and you didn't want to have a, a confrontational kind of discussion um, if things were not, you know, perhaps as, as you planned. And I think that's really important because that good communication point, I think, is something that would probably cause a lot of business owners to think, I don't need to do them because I'm talking to them every week. Mm. But having that actual, uh, you know, format and framework and, and so, something that's set aside, this is when we're going to be talking about this, It doesn't undermine all your good communication and it doesn't replace all your good communication. It's kind of something additional. And like you said, if you're building it into that existing good communication, you know, with your weekly meetings, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's it. I just started thinking then as well because when I was saying before I should be 10 by the end of, um, you know, the month, Hmm. I've actually got about eight contractors on top of that that I work with. So, like, it's a lot of people to manage. and. And so having something like performance appraisals in place just makes it easier. Yeah. Nothing's going to 
you know, slip by without you sort of having it on your radar because you've got these bedded in where when you do get to that many staff, things can, you know, just slip by you without you realising because you're doing all the other things. You're not just managing staff as well. You're doing everything else in your business. Yeah. Interesting. And what about the confidence piece about dealing with that confrontational potential conflict? Do you think that's changed for you? I think because I don't, I don't want to leave that to the performance appraisal. So I am actually really super conscious now, knowing that that's going to come up, that, that basically I don't want to tell them anything new in that meeting. Anything we discuss should have, they should be aware of that's happened before. Mm -hmm. So I can reflect back to what's happened before and, um, and summarize it and kind of talk about maybe the number of times something similar to that's occurred rather than saying, oh, well, you did this thing ages ago and it pissed me off, you know? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Because you you don't want to blindside them because what what will happen if you do is they're going to get their back up, they're going to get angry, they're not going to actually listen to what you're saying, and you're right. It should never be the first time they're hearing about a problem in the performance review. So it's actually also ensuring that you're more proactive on, on the other side of management as well, which is which is a double whammy. It's super awesome. Yeah, totally. So what yes. impact do you think this has made for you in your business? Oh, it's definitely taken the stress off me. It's helped in terms of um, even things like managing cash flow because now I can be confident of going, okay, so like I know that these people are going to potentially want some more money at this stage. So I need to kind of make sure that I am factoring that in, in advance. Um, And yeah. And I think also like just as a whole, in terms of the feedback, it makes me make sure that I'm giving the feedback more frequently. So as I said, that it's not a surprise you know, on the day. And, and the other thing is, I suppose, and I don't know if this is completely related, but it started Mm. happening a bit more when I started to implement this structure is that I'm looking at ways to reward my team members beyond just a pay rise. So for example, um, we did, we, 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 we smashed our goals last month in terms of the number of um, people coming through the mentoring program. We had a goal as to how many sessions we would do in the month and we surpassed it by, I think it was like 25 sessions or something. And that was significant. And the month before we, we'd missed the goal by about 10 and that kind of hit us financially. And then to then turn that around in the following months, um, beat it by by um you know 25 more than made up from what happened the month before and and interestingly we actually put the goal up the second month too so we actually went up even further so I just you know I just um basically told my team that you know you've each got 200 bucks to go spend on some tech of your choice and then you know they're all so excited because they got to buy new microphones or cameras or lighting or other stuff and at the end of the day it wasn't a big because we got that extra income in from Mm. doing extra sessions I wanted to give that back to my staff so that they felt one you know that they were actually getting something back for this extra work that they were doing and also so that they you know they're invested in in our performance moving forward yeah without having to wait six months until they might have a performance appraisal where they get something back or and you know the other thing that I was um did recently was um 
when they when when Melbourne went back into another lockdown after being let out, mm-hmm. you know, I just sent cupcakes to the queen to, cupcakes to the queens. I say that <laughs> the cupcake queens, <laughs> who I used to send cupcakes to the team. Yep. So um, you know, just doing little things like that so that the team, you know, that they they just feel better about working for as part of this team more so than just potentially how much money am I getting paid. Absolutely. It's, you've hit all the good points there. And the number one reason people leave a business is because they don't feel valued and recognised. Yeah. And it's the little things we do that make the difference there. It's not the pay rises. Pay rises are like fifth on the list of the reason someone would leave a job, but not feeling valued, seen and heard, it's right up there. And it's knowing your team well enough. And I, I without a shadow of a doubt, doing these reviews and appraisals means you know them that little bit better along the way. And it, those kind of incentives and bonuses when they do hit a target, they're much more valuable in terms of engagement than a pay rise ever is. And I love just go, you know, because your team would all love tech, so it's a beautiful, you know, tie into what they would, you know, organically enjoy anyway. And as a bonus, they're going to use that tech when they're working on, you know, in your business. So it's a win-win all around. Oh, totally, kind of totally. And it's one of the things like, I, you know, Jay in my team and mm. I just said to him, Jay, I'm buying you a microphone, whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else got to choose, but I'm like, Jay, you have to get a microphone because he's, you know, he, he's he, his sound is just terrible yeah. in his computer. Yeah. And, you know, so he's getting a, a nice, um, a nice um road microphone coming his way. So he's um he's pretty chuffed with that as well. So it's it, yeah, I suppose it's it's good and it was great too. It was a great little exercise because everyone then in our Slack channel, they're like, what are you getting? What are you getting? Yes. And they're all kind of deciding and sharing links to all the different stuff and everyone's got something different, but everyone's totally happy with what they've got. Yeah, I love that. It's so, it, On so many levels that creates uh, motivation, engagement, commitment, you know, the psychological commitment to work. It, it just, you know, delivers on so many levels that kind of reward. So that is Utter perfection. I and, love it. And, and you missed one really good one. Now they've got a package to look out for in the mail, something to look forward to. Yes. And for me, I got to go online shopping. <laughs> it's a win-win all around, isn't it? It totally no, is. If only they could deliver packages in a timely manner, we'd all be a little bit better off at the moment. But um, yeah, true. it's all of those things. I just think it is all amazing. Lauren, I so appreciate you chatting to us on the podcast. You are doing all of the things and I'm loving seeing it and I cannot wait to uh, watch your growth over the coming months. But um, thank you for joining me here on the podcast. No problem. And thank you so much for everything you're doing as part of your membership, because it is truly valuable to people like me who really, you know, HR, it's stuff that we've just put on the back burner. I'll get around to it one day, or we just completely ignore it. And so I love just being aware of things that kind of, you know, I otherwise wouldn't seek out, just get put into my lap. Like even at the moment with all the stuff that you're sending around the the vaccines in yes. the workplace and all of that stuff, it's just timely stuff that I'm getting with, I don't have to go look for, it just mm. falls in my, into my lap. So whilst we've mainly talked about the performance appraisal, you know, component of what you deliver today, there's so much more than that, that you're delivering on a daily basis 
that just makes me feel confident that, you know, I know what's going on. So, you know, there's, and I can't remember the complete, the exact wording around this, but you know, when people have been with you part-time for a while Mm -hmm. and then um, as a casual, and then you've got to offer them part-time. I have people who are casual that, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't even know that was a thing, but you just delivered it to me. And then I'm like, oh, actually I need to pay attention to this because it's relevant to me. I, I would, to this date, I haven't heard anyone else tell me about that, but mm. I learned that because I'm part of your program. So I think there's massive value in just, you know, we don't know what we don't know yeah. and we need to surround ourselves with experts that do know this stuff that are just telling us that in a timely manner, which is what you're doing as part of your program, which I think is fantastic. So hats off to you. Oh, thank you so much. And that's what it's all about. We don't know what we don't know. It's the same reason I'm part of your membership to learn about digital marketing because I don't know about it. And HR is not something that any business owner knows about organically. It is a whole new world. And I really appreciate your comments. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that discussion with Lauren. She is such a fabulous business owner. And I love that she is quite open to the fact that she is continuing to learn about teams, about managing her team, about leading people, and is really on a striving to get it right every step of the way. And as she discussed with us, she is on a massive growth trajectory in her business, which is super exciting. But with that does come a little bit more responsibility. The more team members you have, sometimes the trickier things can be to manage. And so the structure that she shared that she's now set up is absolutely, I've got no doubt, going to set things up for total success as her team grows. What I really loved is that Lauren pointed out to us that her fear, I guess, was that every time she did a review, she was going to be asked for a pay rise. And it's just something that isn't always possible for small businesses, right? So she's now learned that reviews are not just about pay rises, which is absolutely the case, but I I can see how that is a common fear, especially in small business. And this review process she's put into place has given her a framework to get good people on board in her team without paying them more than what they're worth. They have to prove themselves first. And that is a very, very smart move when you want to grow a business, but paying huge salaries when you're not actually sure of the value people can bring can be pretty challenging. And you know, if you're in a candidate type market, that will absolutely be the case for you too. So the strategy Lauren shared there is very, very clever and one that you might want to pinch and use in your own business. And she's now using the KPIs that she's put in place as part of this review process to drive performance. So she's just ticking all the boxes, and I think it's absolutely fabulous. And I think most importantly, the structure Lauren has set up now, as she grows, is really going to help her to stay in control, stay in the driver's seat, and avoid these difficulties of you know of avoiding performance reviews, basically. So she's it's going to set her up for much stronger growth as she moves forward as well. So I just applaud her for the work that she's doing. I think it's amazing. Now, as Lauren shared, her business is doing a lot of work at the moment with providing mentoring around digital marketing, social media, all of those things to Victorian businesses as part of a Victorian government grant situation. And if you're in Victoria and you're thinking, hmm, I wonder if I'm eligible for this, because it does sound like 
an amazing opportunity. It's very valuable, uh, the level of grant access people are getting. If you head to today's show notes, you're going to find a link where you can go directly to Lauren's website and learn about that mentoring service and apply directly right there if you'd like to. So to grab that link, just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com, click on episode number 82, and you'll see the link there, which will take you direct to Lauren's website and specifically to the page where the mentoring services are offered. You can just head over to Impactivate with a number eight <laughs> .com.au and you'll be able to navigate it there as well. So thank you to Lauren. What an amazing discussion that was. Now, before I go today, I have a special invitation for you. We are just about to kick off a brand new free workshop for business owners, leaders and managers called Build Your Winning Team. In this free workshop, I'm going to share with you the exact blueprint for creating a dream team that drives your business performance whilst, this is the important part, giving you your nights and weekends back. I don't know about you, but for many business owners, people management is the number one pain point in their business. And if that's you, you might find that you're spending your days managing people and not working on the business growth or strategy or creative aspects of the business that you really want to. And you're probably feeling ready to get back in the driver's seat and gain the confidence and knowledge to build a team that drives your business performance whilst also freeing up your time. Because none of us got into business to work 60 to 80 plus hours per week. That is not much fun at all. And in this workshop, you can learn the exact blueprint that other savvy business owners, people like Lauren, are using right now to gain clarity, take control, become great leaders, and grow a business that is really and truly powered by its people. We're just about to kick off, and I would love for you to join me. To do that, just simply head to today's show notes. Again, peoplepoweredbusiness.com, click on episode 82, and there'll be a link for you to join the workshop right there on the page. Or if you want an even shorter shortcut and you're ready to type it in right now, all you need to do is to go to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash team. That's simple. You'll be able to register right there. You'll be signed up for the workshop. We're just about to start. And I really hope to see some of you there because this free workshop is going to be super valuable and give you everything you need to get things moving, to take back control, give you your nights and weekends back and have a business that your people drive performance for. And it's not totally relying on you all of the time. So I really hope to see some of you there, peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash team. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast today. I do truly appreciate it. And I can't wait to chat to you again next week on next week's episode of the podcast. Have a great week. 